Welcome to the Marshall Pruitt Podcast in your week in IndyCar interview series. Who do we have? We have a, a dear friend. We haven't had you on the podcast for a little while, Kat, but the, all caps, Catherine Legg. How you doing, pal? Oh, good. That was quite an introduction. Thanks for that. The Catherine Legg, I like it. Right? <laughs> how that, are you doing? That's how I, I, autographs should have an all caps, the, and then your, your signature behind that. I think you've earned that. I like that. I like that. How are you doing, Marshall? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, got back from the Indy Open test late Friday night and uh, just rocking and rolling and getting ready for the month of May here. So, ooh, it's going to... It's going to arrive quickly. <laughs> Let me say thank you, as always, to our partners, Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers, TorontoMotorsports.com, and Discount Tire, big uh, big friends taking care of us here on the show, Cat. So, hey, I've watched a lot of your American Open Wheel career from your burst onto the scene in Atlantics, then your jump and rise into Champ Car. You've had a lot of cool sports car stuff. You've had some what we would call modern-day NTT IndyCar Series uh, activity in your career as well. But we've had you as Catherine Legg, person doing lots of cool things, more on the American Le Mans Series IMSA side for quite some time. And then we start hearing a couple years ago, behind the scenes, hey, Catherine really wants to do the 500 again. She's done it twice, but necessarily as fulfilling as she had hoped and she wants to get back we finally have that opportunity for you cat that number 44 honda with ray hall letterman lanigan racing but why don't we start there you've got this really strong career you've built moving along wonderfully in sports cars but there's been that draw since your last indy 500 in 2013 to get back tell folks about that there really has i I mean, I've done indie to have done it now, right? But I think the draw is doing it with a great team and great equipment where you can actually go and you have a shot at winning. You know, I was super fortunate that Sam gave me that opportunity in 2013. Um, Sam Schmidt, the uh, the Schmidt Peterson, was it called? Yes. Schmidt Hamilton, I forget. They've been through so many name Schmidt, changes. Schmidt Peterson back then. Um but I, I didn't have any testing on the lead up to, you know, it was like really cool because uh, we were there on um, qualifying weekend and he was like, do you want to try and qualify kind of thing? So I literally had 24 hours to try and put it in the show. And they said, okay, we've put a load of downforce on it. Um, and, you, you know, it's for sure it's flat. You got to trust it. And I hadn't been in an IndyCar in what, six months to a year doing bits and pieces in 2012. And uh, so I trusted it and I went flat and I actually bumped one of Ray Hall's cars um, out of the out of the show that year. I can't remember who it was. I think it was um, Michelle Jourdain. It was. Well done. You've got great memory. Michelle Jourdain. So it's irony that I'm now racing with Ray Hall Letterman, Lanigan Racing in uh, this year's Indy 500. Obviously back with Honda. Have a great relationship with them and HPD. Um, going back to winning races in the NSX a few years ago and now back in the NSX and really enjoying that. So it's, it's all good. I just got a press release in from the modern day version of Schmidt Peterson Motorsports. Michel Jourdain's entering in a fifth car for the 500, uh, to try and exact his revenge. Just kidding. <laughs> that would be hilarious though. That um, would be hilarious. So this effort on your behalf 
to get back to the 500 and have a proper run, right? Uh, Pre-event testing and just uh, a, a bigger, more solid team. This isn't something that just manifested, Kat, in the last month or two. I've heard about this uh, privately. I don't know if it's ever really been a super public effort, but last couple years for sure, you've been trying and trying and trying. What is it about the, the 500? I know this is maybe a bit of a dumb question for real fans of the event, but what is it about the 500 that folks might not understand that really just gets in your blood and, and makes you continually seek and search for ways to take part, even if you've filled out a whole new career chapter in something like sports cars? Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, really. It's just one of those iconic races that you keep wanting to do again and again. It's like you drive into Indy and the the bumps on your skin stand up, you know, like it, it's just, it evokes emotion and it is such a run up to it. And it's such an iconic, I mean, it's the biggest sporting event in the world as far as people going and watching are concerned. So it has a draw from a, from an energy standpoint, you know, if you've never been, you, you can't understand what it's like. And if you have, you totally can. And I think, the fact that I did have such a good car there and it gave me a taste of it, it just made me want more. You know, there are some races that do that. Daytona for one, um, Le Mans, another one, you know, I still want to do Bathurst. Um, there's some races that as a driver, you just, they, I don't know, they stand out more than others, but they do to fans too, right? Like nothing against Lime Rock or somewhere like that, but you don't talk about Lime Rock for a year on the lead up to it, do you? <laughs> So. <laughs> Fair point. VIR maybe just because it's like, oh my gosh, uh, I got to take my bravery <laughs> pills again. But yeah, um, but it, there is just that thing. And that's been one of the things that I've appreciated, Kat, is even though a deal last year, the year before, whatever might not have worked out, some of us have known for sure that you've been working like mad to try and get back. So let's talk about the get back. It's with Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing, winners of this event as recently as 2020, we know that this team can be darn good at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Tell me about how this developed. Because I had heard there are a couple names out there, possibilities. Ryan Hunter Ray was one of them for sure. But, hey, they're going to run a fourth car. Who are they going to run it with? Then I start hearing, you know, there might be some cool sponsors behind this number 44 honda some that might actually be a perfect fit for you and a lot of what you've tried to do in your career but tell me about how things came together with uh with bob and dave and mike and all the good folks there at rll so literally every year um there's a couple of teams that i call and i'm like hey can i drive you in the 500 (laughs) (laughs) um so obviously Bobby is one of them. Um, I raced the Jaguar. I paced for Bobby. So Bobby knows yeah. what I'm capable of and he believes in me, right? Which is half the battle um, when you're talking to these teams. That and the money, obviously. Um, and so I actually, I spoke to him at Daytona. I spoke to HPD and um, I said, <clears throat> you know, I, I think I'd make a really good fit if you've got sponsors already. Um, can we like talk about it? And so we, we started talking about it and, uh, he said, okay, I'm going to go and talk to the sponsors and see what they think. 
and um, obviously the main one being Hendrickson, who I'm super proud to represent on the 44. I mean, you've seen it on the side on the red and white car. And actually we had like a few um, posts go viral and stuff for them. So I think they're, they're pretty happy already. We haven't even started yet, really. Um, and so it, that's been a really neat relationship as that's starting to unfold. And uh, Bob said, okay, young lady, um, I will let you know on Friday before Daytona kind of thing, um, come to my boss. And, and I was like, okay, if it's a no, that would be kind of mean. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> it's right before the 24. <laughs> so it's going to be a yes, right? Um, he didn't give anything away anyway. I went to the bus and he said, okay, we would love to have you drive for us in the 500. And I said, well, I would love to drive for you in the 500. And there it was born. So, um, yeah, I mean, IndyCar helped. I, I bless them. I pester them on a yearly basis too. And, um, you know, it was just the right time and, and everything kind of fell into place. So I do believe that everything happens for a reason. And hopefully that reason is that we're going to have an awesome May this year. Amen. It'd also be kind of mean, Cat, if they like summoned you and made you do all the effort. You know, you got to walk o- all the way over to the bus or whatever and then get a no. So, yeah, I, I, <laughs> hopefully they kind of foretold what was going to happen with how they set up that conversation. But yeah. you mentioned the, uh, I want to talk about the open test. I know that that was a little bit of a, a more of a challenge than you desired. But let's talk about the, the main sponsor for the car as well, because I will admit that I don't know much about the the wider scope for initiatives and such but uh i I was told that uh, the hendrickson folks really wanted to be involved in something where this has been a a strong initiative in recent years in motor racing uh trying to champion and uplift women uh just greater initiative uh to help the future catherine legs get involved whether it's driving whether it's engineering whether it's just uh, in the regular workforce. You talk a little bit about that because that seems like you're doing uh, the Lord's work as well as getting to drive an Indy car at the Indy 500. <laughs> yeah, it's been something that has been close to my heart for a number of years now. Going back to you, Crikey, when we did the Caterpillar deal in the NSX, which was oof, 2017? Was yeah. It? Boy, yeah. boy, was it that long ago, Cat? I just it felt was. really old. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, me too. Um, and you get to racing drivers by nature are selfish, right? Like, it's all about us all the time, especially when you're trying to make it and you're trying to forge your career. And then you get to a point in your career where you think, okay, I've done some really cool stuff, but I want to do more. I want to leave a legacy. I want to help other people because... I, the only reason I've got to where I am is because of the help that people gave to me. And so there's a number of factors that go on. I, I was one of the first driver ambassadors for the FIA Women in Motorsport Commission. And so I really wanted to help young girls, not just in driving, but that's what I know. So that's easiest for me um, in everything racing. And there seems to be a big push globally at the moment in business as well to do the same thing. So, um, you know, it's, I hate to say buzzy, but it's women empowerment is definitely on everybody's lips when it comes to, okay, what are we going to do? 
diversity, you know, I could list off a whole a whole spiel about what companies are doing now to try and make things better in the workplace for a number of reasons, right? Like the most the more diverse the workforce, the the better, more successful and just um yeah, well-oiled machine that it runs. So um in my quest to, to help other young girls in their racing careers, I've come across a lot of companies that are interested in doing the same in their businesses. And also it's inspiring. So if you get women, so Hendrickson do um, heavy machinery parts like suspension and, and bits and pieces like that, then not everybody would come across every day. But it's really cool stuff. It's also quite male-dominated in the industry as far as I believe. So all the people that are working there, if they're women, it's empowering for them to see other women also doing things in male-dominated industries. Like it was for me to to hear some of their stories. You know, they're the only woman working in the manufacturing of the spring or whatever it may be. So um, there's a really cool synergy there. Um Another one of Rahul Sponsors United, they also have a Women United um, um, group. United Rentals, Rentals, correct? Yes. Yes. Um, So they are also all about empowering women. So there's a number of companies now that Rahul, Lanigan, Letterman Racing, which is a mouthful (laughs) one you have to get used to, um, are involved with that just kind of really follow what Rahul's trying to do and again you know he had Danica first of all so he was one of the first teams on the planet that believed in women in racing and he's putting his money where his mouth is again this year with me and um it's just yeah it's it's we all kind of share the same goal which is really neat you just gave me an idea that I'm going to try and remember to use for uh the next uh five or six weeks I'm going to refer to your entry as the Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan leg number 44 Honda. So we're going to have R-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L. So there we go. Um, let's talk about the open test, Cat. Unfortunately, you wanted to go around the track nonstop a lot. And unfortunately, there was a couple of stoppages. Look, you'd rather obviously have those things happen during an open test than during a really important session you know, official practice session or otherwise, but tell me about your first day back in an IndyCar in what, eight years, nine, some, you know, it's been a little while, but you, of course, yeah, you didn't have any, you know, no issues, obviously getting back up to speed that that was never a concern, but once you were through the, the refreshers uh, and rookie that session and such didn't get in a ton of laps, but did you get anything out of the day where you're like, okay, at least we tick some boxes and I feel a little bit more comfortable getting back to this arena I haven't been in since 2013? We did, actually. Like, okay, from the outside, it doesn't look like it was a very good day just because we didn't get to put a time on the board. You know, I never went um, race power and I never went and got a tow. So not really sure where we would have ended up. Um, but there were a lot of positives that, that came from that day. Um, and we changed a lot of things. We were in the garage a lot because we were making a lot of changes. You know, um, the team are awesome. Like, I love my guys. I love my engineer. They are incredible. And I say that, like, from the bottom of my heart. I'm super proud to be driving for them. Um, and the whole Ray Hall kind of organization enterprises just 
it's amazing it's amazing what they've done with this shop it's amazing what they've it's it's like a formula one team now right um having said that i think everybody got a little scared at texas just because um it didn't go as well as they'd hoped so there's a big push post texas to test all the things right so we stayed on um the day after texas and we tested and then at the open test we had a list. We were hoping to also have day two. So we had a long list of things that we were hoping to get through. And between four drivers, it's great. We can all test different things and, and kind of get an idea of which direction we want to go in. So um, we did. We tested some things. Um, some things worked, some things didn't. And we still have a long list of other things to test. And I think it's going to be similar when we go back to um, – to start the month of May, you know, we're st we've still got a long list of things that we want to test because the team are uber committed to giving us the best car they can for Indy. And we really want great, I mean, traditionally they've had great race cars, but we really want to have great qualifying car and great race car. And um, that means, unfortunately, putting in the donkey work and testing all the things that the super brains <laughs> have figured out on their computers back at the shop, right? So, okay, so the aero model says this. So we go and check it out and we see, you know, what we want to do and so forth. Um, I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say. I was about to say something about wings and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't say that. Um, so, unfortunately, yeah, my day didn't include a lot of laps but we learned so much and with the other cars as well that i think it's really positive moving forward and um i know that everybody's working really hard back at the shop as am i um to make sure that we can get a lot of laps when we come back and also that those laps are meaningful and we're not just pounding around for the sake of pounding around because there's no point in just pounding around the indie right like you you go as fast as you can go and so the key is to making the car uh, the best that it can be. And then for me, when that's done, my job is to figure out the timing of everything, right? Like it was interesting to get to play with the weight jackers and the bars and everything again and try and figure out that strategy. And that is not yet subconscious for me. Mm. I still have to think about that. Um, so I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to do bar? Am I going to do weight jacker? Am I going to do this? How much am I going to do? Which direction is it? You know, so it's not like I just do it instinctively yet, but I'm sure by the end of the first week of testing, it will be. And then the second thing, well, there's actually like three things. So there's pit stops, you know, in laps, out laps, the stop in the box itself, um, especially with cold breaks and things like that, that I just haven't done in so long. I'm going to have to reprogram my brain on that. And then there's the timing, which I think is the the biggest thing people tell me to get right because the aero is so different on these cars now to what it used to be. The getting a run on somebody um, is a whole different art form. Like I was lifting way too much. It's a T-tiniest amount of lift um, and you lose so much momentum and it's when that happens and how that happens. And uh yeah, just like the timing of that, the overtaking. I mean, somebody, I don't know who it was, but somebody like stoved in last minute at 10 3, and I'm like, dude, it's the open test. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's going to be quite a lot of that. It's getting used to, you know, who's crazy, who's not crazy, your spotters, and, and everything else as well. So there, there's a lot. That is indeed a lot. Let me ask one, one last thing before we go, Kat. So 
month of May, almost here, you're going to be doing some really awesome stuff at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, but that's not where your month of racing begins. During the Indy Grand Prix Road Course Weekend, you will be at my home track here in Laguna Seca in Monterey with your the little fighting scrappy team that we just love to bits, <laughs> Gradient Racing, you and your new teammate, not that you haven't uh, worked with her for, for quite some time beforehand, but in terms of actual driving teammate, you and Sheena Monk doing uh, big things there in that awesome green and white Acura NSX GT3 Evo 22, I think, if I have all that. Well, don't, you know what, that, that's awesome. That rolls off Sheena's tongue as well. And I, and again, I don't know what it is, but I have to like literally spell out every word in my brain because otherwise <laughs> I don't remember it all. So can, well done, Marshall. you still got a young brain. <laughs> I can be hired to go to like autograph sessions for you and kind of rattle things off for you. You know, you sold, just, sold. just move your lips and they'll get a weird voice uh, mentioning all the <laughs> stuff there. But uh, you have another IMSA race to run. And I know Sheena coming up to the big WeatherTech Sports Car Championship Series for the first time, having spent many years won races in, you know, the IMSA's version of Indy Lights or Indian XT, the Michelin Pilot Challenge Series. She's stepped up from the outside. It looks like she is learning so quickly and making big strides. But tell folks about that program, because separate from what we're going to get to see you doing at Indy, I know you take a great pride in having helped assemble this program and IMSA and also to, to get your teammate up to uh, where the two of you are kicking some butt. Yeah, absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, she is learning very rapidly, and uh, she's doing a great job, honestly. Like, talk about being thrown in the, the deep end. The team have made it somewhat easy on us as well because they're great also. You know, I really locked in this year um, with the teams I've landed with. You never really know from the outside what they're going to be like, are they going to be good? And it's not that I've ever had a bad team, but like this group of guys is phenomenal. And so that takes a lot off, off your plate too. And so it's just been down to Sheena and I um, and Mark for the first couple of races um, to, to get her kind of up to speed. And it's a lot to learn. You know, ultimately her pace has been surprisingly awesome like i did not expect her to be as fast as she's been as quickly as she's been like i thought it'd take her longer but um she's definitely got raw natural talent she's very smart and so she'll get up to speed quickly um i think the main thing that she has to learn now is qualifying and and getting up to speed quickly like being prepared to be on the edge feel the edge of the tire, have the car move around underneath you and get that lap time in quickly and qualify in case it goes red and, and those kind of things, you know. Her driving when she's just going out there and doing a stint and pounding laps is brilliant. It's as good as anybody else's. So I think if we can kind of teach her all the other things, like Long Beach was a baptism of fire, never having driven on a street course before, was straight away in practice one uber fast. Um, so like, she's definitely got it and it's just going to be, I think she wants it all now. She wants it all yesterday, right? Like, she's like, well, why am I still making mistakes or doing this or doing that? And it's just such a learning process when you've never driven on a street course, when you've never done these kind of races, you know, 
she's doing fantastically and so much better than anybody expected, I think, you know, to jump up and never having driven one of these cars, let alone never having done that much driving, period, right? Like her first full season was 2018. So um, really, really happy with the way she's come along. Um, she drives very similarly to me, which is double awesome because then car setup is yeah. a breeze. And um, obviously it's great being back in the, the Acura family with HPD as well. There's a level of comfort there because I spent so much time learning that car, developing that car, racing that car, testing that car. You know, I've got a number of hours. So uh, hopefully I can impart that knowledge to Sheena and we will do even bigger things. I have no doubt. I think she's phenomenal and, and we get on like a house on fire as well. So <laughs> it's brilliant. Two of you are a lot of fun. Yeah, she... Uh- I've always appreciated her demeanor, uh, very similar to yours, not, you know, big and loud and you just, just about the work, but like pure fury, like, you know, on the outside again, super nice, super everything, but channels all of that desire and all that energy into the driving. And you definitely continue to see the results of that. You know, you mentioned one thing that I neglected to raise, and I do think it's really pertinent to all this cat. Acura, Honda, Honda Performance Development, they have a lot of drivers in their general hemisphere, whether it's IndyCar, IMSA, through the GTP cars, GTD, run through a lot of other things that they do. There's a select number of drivers that you can say they embrace with both arms and really say you are prized to us in ways that go beyond the normal normal uh, hemisphere. You're one of those people where Acura, HPD, Honda look at you and say, not only do we appreciate her and, and love working with Kat, but if there are more opportunities to do things, bigger things, hey, let's go do the Indy 500. Um, they're all behind you saying, hey, if you want to do this, you know, we're we're in. Tell us how we can help and, and be of assistance, you know, technically or in whatever way. Can you speak to that a little bit, Kat? Because this is, I would think, every driver's dream to have a major automotive manufacturer say, there's something about you that, that we need to invest in or get in on or um, hold on to and make sure that we do really good things together because this benefits everybody when we do that. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm super proud to to be involved with Acura and Honda and, and HPD. I am very grateful for <laughs> the opportunities that they are affording me. You know, um, I I think when you're proud to drive for a manufacturer and you have that synergy and you want to do all the things, like I I just keep pumping their legs. Like <laughs> they are. Uh, the um the the beast I forget what they call it and David's gonna probably kill me for saying this but you know the truck that they built yes. with the Indy car engineer yeah. like, please let me drive it please can let me drive it so at some point I hope to be to get the opportunity to drive that as well and so it's just like all the things you know I love being part of the the family so to say and I just think that they do what they do with heart and soul and effort and I think that resonates with me it's just it's a different atmosphere I've driven for a lot of very cool manufacturers in my time right but um, I think when you win together on a continued basis with one then that kind of solidifies that relationship and they know what I'm capable of I know what they're capable of and it kind of cuts through all the BS 
And so um, I, I love what they do and I'm proud to represent them. And I honestly, I call them and I'm like, hey, how can I help you? What can I do for you? And I want to, uh, you know, I'm not just asking them to do things for me. I, I genuinely want to help them sell cars because I genuinely believe in their product and I want to showcase what they're capable of. And so it's a two-way street, you know, I love those guys as like, I love my teams. They're, they're brilliant and they're so clever and talented at what they do. And everybody has a different skill set, right? Like I, I don't know what mine is. I just drive around in circles really fast, <laughs> <laughs> but those guys are, are definitely, definitely awesome too. So I just, yeah, I'm super happy at the moment. I've just found kind of a little, a little happy spot within racing. I love my sports car racing team. Wow. And, um, that's so it's, awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I'm also happy to announce that I have a very special relationship with a manufacturer happens to be Mazda. And I, I know they love me, Kat. I, I am made aware that they love me constantly, uh, especially after I wrote a check last week, I think, or the week before for $2,500 to repair uh, a couple things that failed. And then the, the previous <laughs> month, I forget the size of the check, I wrote another one for something else. So granted, I think it's kind of going the opposite direction. They're like, hey, we come back, give us more money. But anyway, slightly different relationship See, you with need, my manufacturer. You need to speak to Honda, man. <laughs> I, I, I think I just realized my strategy has been an epic <laughs> failure. <laughs> well, I'm overstating the obvious here, pal, but I love seeing you race in IMSA and anywhere else that you can and do and hope that you keep doing that for many, many years to come. But seeing you strapping into an IndyCar just makes me particularly happy because that's the the cat that i got to know originally and i think so many of us looked at and said hey wow she's made from some very special stuff so even though it's only a one-off right now for the indy 500 it's great to see you back at least for some old heads like me where you belong uh where we'd love to see you more often so who knows let's let's cross fingers and toes and everything and say hey if you have a uh, awesome month of May, uh, we'll have to lean on good old uh, Bob and and Mike and Dave at uh, RLLLL and say, hey, <laughs> maybe we need a few more runs of that number 44. So happy for you. Can't wait uh, for you to get back to the speedway and hopefully everything goes smoothly from there on out. Thank you very much, Marsha. It was a pleasure talking to you as always.